This is the Podcast Inc. production. Booyah! This is the moment podcasting fans listening around the world have been waiting for. Coming to you not so live from a listening device of your choice. It's time! Podcasting out of this corner, a mixed martial talker, holding no professional record. He stands at six feet one and one half inches tall, weighing in at whatever he feels like, hailing out of Toronto, Ontario, Canada, presenting the sometimes angry, always funny, Self-proclaimed podcasting champion of the world, Steve Fingerstyles! So, welcome to another rendition of the podcast. I am here once again, always again, and brought to you by First Row Collectibles, for into nerd culture, for into science, sports memorabilia, for into wrestling memorabilia, please visit firstrow.ca. Use promo code THEPODCAST20 to receive 20% off. They got everything from comic books to signed wrestling figures, old WWF magazines, any sporting big league merchandise you want. They got it. They update daily. They ship worldwide. They are firstrow.ca. If you're into video games and books, please visit BossFightBooks.com for great books on classic video games. You'll find titles like Shovel Knight, Red Dead Redemption, Silent Hill 2, and so many others. Everything you see on their website is available in paperback and ebook format, so please check them out at BossFightBooks.com. If you're looking for the best supplements and CBD products, visit LegacySubs.com. Use promo code THEPODCAST to receive 10% off. They got everything from sleep aid to muscle building, anything that makes you feel great or look great. They got it. They are Legacy Sports Nutrition at LegacySubs.com. If you want to support me directly, you can visit my merchandise store at tpublic.com. Or scroll down on today's device you're listening to on. It's embedded right there in the description. Click on that link. It takes you right to the merchandise store. I got everything from hoodies to t-shirts to travel mugs. Anything you need or want, it is literally there. But the easiest thing, the freest thing, everything you should be doing each and every time is rate, subscribe, review. All major platforms. Most specifically, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, SoundCloud, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. So this week, I'm joined by two returning guests. First up, you may know him on Instagram and TikTok as How to Cook Stuff, Cooking Up Your Favorite Portuguese Dishes, Fellow Pork Chop, and the reigning world's greatest dad champion, David Rodriguez. What's up, what's up? That was a hell of an intro, man. Thank you. Well, like I said... Congrats on, on, on 300 here. We're, uh, I'm glad to be here with you. Oh, thank you. Yes, you let out of the bag. 300th. Okay, we'll get into that. But before we get into that, we are two fellow pork chops. We are joined by a third fellow pork chop who you could catch on the post wrestling feed and hosting the Up Next podcast, the karaoke sensation himself, 
Raiden Harrington. Uh, I guess today, uh, since I'm the the apparent, uh, am I allowed to say munji cake on the show? I mean, the cake eater on I, the show here. I I'll guess. go by my my mother's maiden name to feel like I fit in here. Braden Marrera is what we'll <laughs> go with with today instead of Harrington. My there you uh, go. my Canadian uh, <laughs> last name. Yes, hello. Uh, it's three amazing. three pork chops uh, talking about a bunch of stuff on a podcast. I'm I'm very happy to be here as always. That's awesome. And yes, we were both in Toronto, Braden, and obviously, Dave, you're down in, in Florida. We were talking about it. We are jealous of your weather, obviously. Not so jealous of the hurricanes. Actually, you just went through one when Dude, you just got back from Portugal. Another one. We're getting one this week, man. Fuck I'm off. Like, like, most people think that hurricane season ends in like, the beginning of November, but it actually goes to the end of November. Oh, shit. And, like, my wife the other day, we have, like, sandbags at the house, like, you know, whatever, keep the water out. Right. And she's like, you should probably throw those out. I think we're done for the year. So I started throwing them out in the garbage. <laughs> oh. And, like, I look at the news yesterday, and there's, like, one coming right towards us. <laughs> oh. But uh, it shouldn't be too bad. Uh, we're... Like after after you spend some time in Florida, like it's like category one or two, you're like, all right, whatever. It should be too bad. Three, four, five, you start taking it seriously. So I think uh, this will just be a bad storm for us. We'll be all right. Just kind of sit in the house and watch a lot of wrestling. See, I don't get it, but uh, I get well. But you lived up up in obviously in New Jersey, so you know how it is to deal with snow. But most people from the south think snow is even worse than dealing with a hurricane, you know what I mean? I I don't know. Well, what do you think is worse, since you've dealt with both? How about that? It's very similar, because, like, you just got locked up in the house for, like, a day or two and not really doing anything. And then, like, after, like, the worst of it, everybody's in a rush to get outside. Either way, like, whether it's snow or not. Then you have the idiots driving either in the snow or the idiots driving, (laughs) like, through tree branches or whatever. But uh, for me, I really hated the snow, man. Like, any car accident I've ever had has been in the snow. Like, oh, you know, shit. Like, so, like, I kind of just don't like the snow. I, I hate driving in it. I hate cleaning it. I hate running late to work in it, you know? <laughs> so I'll deal with the hurricanes, but um, they do get sketchy, man. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> oh, man, I don't know how you – and for you, Braden, you live downtown Korea. You don't have to drive that much. Obviously, you could walk everywhere. How, how does that impede your walking yeah, in the I- winter? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, in Toronto, we have we have some some pretty crazy snow and stuff like that, and I I absolutely hate it. And I, you know, every year I think, oh, should I move down to to somewhere <laughs> like Florida? I've been to Florida quite a few times to escape. You know, Canadians, you know, Steve, like yeah. people from Canada, definitely go down to to Florida during these kinds of winter months and stuff. But hearing horror stories of like hurricanes and you know watching the news, that sounds awful, but. Kind of hearing it from you, Dave, saying like, ah, but you know, you get used to it, and like, as long as you, you know, board up, board up the houses, at least it's not, co- at least it's not cold. So I'm kind of like, kind of like, you're kind of right. So I, I snow I've sucks. Through, uh, I've been through three of them. Like the first two were really scary. The one uh, a couple weeks ago, whatever, was like, we had just come home from Portugal and had COVID at the same time. Oh so shit. Like, like really like like the worst of it was really the COVID part. So I was kinda like, whatever, man. Like the baby's sick and stuff. Like I was more focused on that and the hurricane was kind of in the background. But uh <laughs> I don't know if you guys can see behind me, there's like a pond back there. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That? So that basically like absorbs all the water, man. Like it, it doesn't flood around anymore. Oh shit. So like all the all oh, the water good. in the street goes down like a sewer drain and it dumps back there. So like it's pretty safe here. The, the worst of it's like the wind or whatever, but uh at least this time we don't have COVID, so like it, we could maybe like you know, enjoy just watching movies and stuff. <laughs> At least you had to stay inside anyway, like, you know, double, yeah, know, like know. two birds with one stone. Well, I got to stay in because of COVID, then I also should I stay. That Portuguese COVID. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Jeez, it's going to mutate so mad, now. Man, like, it was the first time having it in the 
two and a half, three years, whatever. Oh, shit. Okay. Crap. But, uh, like, I had to get it in Portugal, man. I had to have brought it back, you know, like, of all places, like, but you know what? I'm going to go to Portugal and enjoy myself. And, of course, I brought it back. But, you know, could have been worse. Could have been worse. No, I'm lucky, knock on wood. I'm still a COVID vir- virgin, so. Oh, okay. So I've been one of the lucky ones that's been dodging it, but yeah, I, I don't know what's going to happen if I do get this mutated one because I've never had it before. What the hell it's going to do to me? But hey, if it comes down there, it comes down there down that path. But Braden, have you ever visited back home in, in Portugal? No, man, oh, I actually shit. haven't. My mom's from uh, the Azores, okay. and actually, she she's been to Portugal now a few times. She was just actually there uh, in September for a, a couple weeks there. So oh, nice. I know that she. I, I keep saying that I I, I do want to visit kind of where like my family. I've never visited uh, Portugal, but half my family, of course, is Portuguese. So right. uh, it's something that I really want to do. So I actually am in now. I'm like, mom, uh, I'm a little older now. <laughs> let's let's go as an adult. I kind of think I can appreciate it uh, a, a lot more. So it's actually I, I specifically want to visit. Uh, you know, a lot of the the, the big touristy spots but sure. uh specifically like kind of the island where like my family was from and stuff is of kind of something that that i'm pretty interested in doing and i mean uh the food looks <laughs> amazing and i definitely know where that dave comes in because dave i've been following your your instagram where you're like <laughs> teaching people how to cook uh, all these different portuguese recipes and stuff uh-huh. and they just look all so amazing thanks man well i mean that's the cool thing about Portugal, man, is like you could you could spend like a week doing all touristy stuff. You could go back a year later and spend a week doing mountain stuff and, and like, you know, up in the sticks. Like I've gone to Portugal every other year since I was a baby, man. And I've never been to the islands. So I still have to do that. Like oh, there's shit. always something to see. Man. Yeah, me so, neither. I've never been to the islands either. Oh, really? No. Yeah, yeah. So there's always something to see. So it's, it's like it's one of those places, man, that it's like small. But like every time you go back, you see something completely different. Man. It's magical. It, I, I mean... Obviously, we're biased over here in this group here, but like it's a magical place, man. Like it's it's truly like out of a fairy tale half the, half the places you see. But I know I notice like uh, a lot of people, you know, are you? It's it's become like such a bigger tourist thing. Like I see so yeah. many now people just like like I know some Canadian friends who have no family ties, no background, and they they've picked up and just moved there just because. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's 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 yeah. nice and it's free. A and, lot of people and, <laughs> there now, man. Yeah, it's like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's really cheap there. I mean, like you could. I think I put up a a, a picture of, or a story of like a sign at like a sandwich shop and like a be fun a sandwich. Right? Like two euros, man. Like I wish you can't get a sandwich in, in oh. Florida for under ten bucks. You know, like so. It's like the cost of living there is nice. People are generally nice people. Uh, like I mean, the weather's pretty good in most spots. Uh, yeah. it's it's pretty nice. But the tourists like uh, traffic has definitely picked up. But like, you walk through Lisbon and you see people like. With tourist groups, they have like a flag up. Oh shit! The group is that big that they're holding wow. a flag, you know, to, so nobody gets lost. And I'm like, man, like I never seen this before, you know. But uh, I guess it's good that people are getting to like see our country and stuff. But like for us, like going back there, like it's a little crowded, a little crowded. Yeah. <laughs> so you said you learned something new and you see something new every time you went back. What was the new thing you you learned uh, or saw this time around? Uh, let me think. Let me think. Well, I did. So this time around, we did like food tours. Like I, I teamed up with some like, oh, shit. Uh, food tour companies there, and so like that's something I'd never done there. And like because we're you know we're stubborn, and we think we know everything about Portugal. Right? Because we, our family, <laughs> like, half the half the people that leave comments on my page are kind of like that, right? Like they're taught one way by their family, and like everything else is wrong. So like everything that I <laughs> ate on these tours was like stuff I've had before, but different versions of stuff I've had before. So like I had something called I'm going to try to not butcher this, but okay. it's presunto de porco pata negro so it's like oh, uh 
it's ham prosciutto from yeah. a pig that has like black hooves yeah. i guess yeah and it's like sweeter or whatever and like I don't know, man. It was the best prosciutto I've had in my life, man. Like, Serious. I'm, like, on a random sidewalk and, like, you <laughs> um, So we got to try a lot of, like, new foods and stuff. So, okay, uh, that's cool. That was definitely the, the takeaway this time around. It was, like, like, actually diving into the cuisine rather than just trying the comfortable stuff. And how cool was it? Come on. You have to be honest with me. When you got noticed from your account walking the streets <laughs> of Lisbon. Dude. Right? No that way. So the, it happened twice. And it happened... I don't know if it was the same day or, or, or two days apart. I think okay. it was the same day. Oh, even better. But it was the same day. Because the cool part about it was my grandma was there, my dad. Oh, my even mom, better. So you could flex so in front of them. Happened, you know? So, like, <laughs> like, everybody loves my page and stuff. But I feel like for, like, my parents, it's, like, maybe that's when they start taking it seriously. It was like, whoa, like, this kid just got noticed in the country we are from. Like, he's not even from here, you know? Like, right? So, like, these, that's these girls, like, came up to me and they noticed me. Like, are you from TikTok? And I'm like, yeah, whatever. And then this other guy, I was walking out of a restaurant as he was walking in, and I guess it was his restaurant. Oh, shit. And he's like, hey, man, like, I, I just saw your video. And I was like, what? <laughs> so he was, like, thanking me for eating at his restaurant and stuff or whatever. But, uh, yeah, it was really cool, man. Like, it was just really cool. Like, I was telling my wife, like, do really think about it. Like, my parents left Portugal in, like, the late 70s or eight, early 80s. I grew up here. I moved to Florida. I'm there on vacation now, and, like, people recognize me that live there, like, that's what a crazy. fucking circle, That's awesome. man. That's like, nuts. it's just wild, you know? But uh, it was really cool, man. Like, honestly, that was, like, I don't know. Like, I hate to, I don't want to, like, blow smoke up my own ass, but, like, it really no, made me should. feel like, like, whoa, man. Like, this reach is farther than I thought. Like, I thought, like, a couple of people, you know, watch my videos and, and bullshit with me. But, uh, <laughs> like, there's a lot of people, like, in other places watching it, which is really cool, I guess. No, That's, of course. That's so awesome. Yeah, most definitely. And another thing that you did recently since the last time we talked is you finally put up your recipes on your website yeah. with measurements, which, oh my God, which is something that's unheard of in the Portuguese culture. Like, you know, know what right? I mean? <laughs> I know, I know. My wife was bothering me to do it for a while. And people keep asking me to do a cookbook. And I have like a, you know, like I have a coffee table comedy book. And that took me a while to like put together. So like diving into writing a cookbook is just not something i really want to do right now we have a baby he's only one so it's, it's pretty busy around here but uh i'm like you know if we have a website like you know i could probably maintain that you know and the thing is like i'm always looking for recipes for the videos and i have so much trouble finding recipes that like have measurements are explained properly uh like their measurements in portugal like even are, are kind of weird like one of their spoons is a, a, a soup spoon. Right. Like, instead of how we use tablespoons and, and teaspoons and stuff like that, yeah, they yeah. have, like, uh, um, they have sopa. And I'm like, well, how big is that? Like, everybody's soup spoons are different, right? Like, that is so ladle? true. Like, I don't know. So, anyway, like, I was like, you know, I really want to put this down in English and uh, put the measurements. I mean, they're in uh, um, the system we use here, so, right? So, it's, like, cups and it's not grams or anything sure. like that. But um, it's easily translatable between Canadians and Americans. But... I got rid of all, like, you know, that traditional measurement stuff and, and kind of broke down the recipes, put pictures up. That's awesome. And, uh, well, I try to keep up with it as best I can, but, like, I'll try to put the link to the to the TikTok video, the Instagram video in the recipe so people can watch it, read the recipe at the same time. Um, you know, but it's it's pretty cool. It's added, like, an avenue of, like, um, of, uh, of, like engagement, I guess. People, you know, ask for certain recipes sure. and talk to me about certain recipes and stuff and, uh Something that wasn't available, I guess, before that I was doing. I was just doing videos, so now I just added that. It's howtocookportuguesestuff.com, by the way. There you go. There you go. Cheap plug. <laughs> 
I'm such a fan of it. Like <laughs> me like, too, uh, man. The, re- the reason Steve Steve invited me on because I, I I think maybe I, we were talking about it, we were discussing it, and then I think he mentioned like, oh, like I, I've had him on before. And I'm like, oh man, like <laughs> this guy is is awesome. I, I, I that's, that's, like, that's one thing that really like uh, <laughs> uh, I guess I find so interesting is that like I have a really big following in Toronto. Like I feel like if I walk through Toronto, like I'm you get noticed. Like, somebody, Brampton, right? Mississauga. Because <laughs> <laughs> like. So we, we have like some friends in Toronto and stuff and like whatever, yeah. but like not Portuguese friends, just like regular Americans that live there now and stuff. And like it's just so weird because like they don't know about like the secret Portuguese celebrity and that they got you know <laughs> that, that they're friends with. But I feel like if funny. I showed up there, and I brought them to like a Portuguese spot, like you know, I'd be like uh, treated special or something. But uh, no, it's cool that like uh, like I really do have a big reach in Toronto because I really thought that like growing up in New Jersey, I thought that was the biggest Portuguese community, and I'm finding out like, uh. it's big, but. It's not that big. Like California is huge, uh, Rhode Island, Massachusetts, Rhode Island, yes. Toronto, um, like Canada itself. Like I have so many people. Like I'm shocked. Like even this week, like uh, whenever I get an order for my book, like I see it, uh, I look at it, I like to see where people are from, and I've gotten so many people buying it from Canada this week. That and like you have to pay a little more for shipping to Canada, right? Of so, course. Like, it really like it's like it means a lot to me when people I see that I'm like man like. Like, that's really cool. Like, I have a lot of support from, like, the Canadian audience, man. Like, that they're willing to spend the extra five or ten bucks on shipping or whatever uh, to get the book over there. And they, they're pretty active on my page and stuff. So, I feel like I owe Toronto a visit, man. I got to kind of come hang out. No, for sure. And you'll be welcome. I'm telling you, my friend, for sure. Do you guys have a lot of good Portuguese food up there? Like, Oh, my God. Of course we do. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, there's some good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, like, I like, I'm, I'm, I'm in my culture where, uh, you know, Toronto is actually such a multicultural city. It's such a melting pot of like the world, essentially. It's such a fantastic city, but I feel like there isn't the the biggest, but also not the smallest. Like, there's still a huge Portuguese population, definitely in a downtown core, but then like, like the the surrounding areas and stuff. But um, the reason, like, I found your videos and stuff online is because I found there wasn't a lot of like. Portuguese inspired stuff, you know, yeah, I'd see, you know, here's how to make, you know, uh, uh, a, a stir fry uh, or something like that. Or here's how to do, you know, uh, lasagna and stuff. I yep. wasn't finding, wasn't finding necessarily like things like that. And for someone like me who I, I love uh, the, the culture of Portugal and, and all that stuff, but specifically, man, I just love Portuguese food so much that uh, when I saw your videos, I felt like, oh man, finally someone's like <laughs> doing that. And that's kind of where I started like watching for, for quite a while. But uh, you also like I- explain things uh, in, in your videos and, and kind of um, brings me back like a lot of my, my relatives here, uh, my, you know, my aunts and, and stuff. Shout out Aunt Cremilde. Um, you know, she, she <laughs> cooks all this, all this like amazing stuff that I can only get like from her. And you kind of mentioned earlier, Dave, like you can grow up like eating certain things the way it was made for you, the way you had it. And then like all of a sudden you go to this like fancy Portuguese restaurant and you're like, wait a second. They do the octopus. <laughs> they do the octopus like this way, and yeah, they do the yeah. they do this, and they do that way. So it's like, it's it's just cool that there is finally. I feel like uh, someone who kind of is, is covering like that basis uh, for me, anyway. So that, I, 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 when I was in Portugal, we met this lady, and, and like it's hard to explain the vibe I got from her, but it was like she was maybe somebody important but didn't want to tell us who she was kind of thing. And I didn't know who she was, Okay. but she said something really like profound. That was like the generation before us kind of like, you know, maybe like didn't really want to like latch onto the culture because it wasn't popular back then to be not from America or not from Canada. And our generation now is kind of like, man, like I want to get back to that. Like 
we kind of skipped a generation and we lost a lot in translation. A lot of people sure. died along the way, didn't teach us stuff. And I kind of felt like there's like a big, I'm 36. I felt like the people in my age group, like are kind of like want to get connected back to the culture, but don't know how, or feel like really intimidated doing it. And even some of the dishes I make now, like I was scared to make at first and stuff. And, uh, I feel like I kind of opened the door to be like, Hey, like I'm making it like you can make it like just follow me, you know, <laughs> like, uh, so I feel like I, I kind of, I mean, I get messages all the time from people like, thank you. Like my mom died or my dad died, or my, my grandmother died and they didn't pass this recipe. And, oh, true. Uh, you broke wow. it down so easily for me. Now I can do it again. That stuff was like what I live for, man. Like that is a big thing. That, it sounds cheesy and stuff, but like a lot of people do appreciate that. Cause like I said, I think there's like a skip generation of the people who first came here. Like my sister's older than me by like five years and, she was born in Portugal, but you would never guess it. She's so Americanized, like, sure. does not rep Portugal the way I rep. I mean, she will <laughs> during the World Cup and stuff, but like, <laughs> but like, I was born here, and I, I feel more connected to the culture. So I really feel like what that lady said, like, really, like, touched touched me, like, in the, not touched me, but like, touched on to me, like, uh, like, man, like, we really do have like a generation of people that like really want to get back to it, and don't know how. So like, I, I try to like. I try to do that. I, I know I get a lot of like old lady followers that like hate my my like vocabulary or whatever in the video. Too bad. <laughs> I hate some like the older audience all the time, and I'm just kind of like, I, I remember when I started the page, I was kind of like, you know, like I have a real job in my real life, like shoot job. If this page gets, yeah, if this page get were to get shut down or I piss somebody off, like whatever, like it's okay. Exactly. So like I've always stayed true to like I'm gonna talk how I talk in the videos, and if people don't like it, like whatever, like. That's not how I really speak in real life. I'm kind of putting out a little bit of a character, a little bit of a show there, but uh, I do curse a lot in the videos. But it's kind of one of those things that I'm like, I don't want to like mold my page to be like friendly for anybody or for you know if if uh, like right now I'm in talks with like this Portuguese grocery store. If they want to sponsor me, like I'm gonna curse in the videos, man. Like if you don't <laughs> sponsor me, like exactly. Know, I have to go to work tomorrow anyway, so like that's where my that's who pays my bills. So. Um, I kind of just try to stay true to that because I really think that that pulls in the younger crowd. They enjoy watching me, like, or listening to me, like, talk shit. Like, I say some stupid, crazy Portuguese stuff while I'm cooking. And uh, it's literally, like, me in a closet, like, like recording voiceovers and just, like, <laughs> you know, and just going wild in there and just, like, talking shit. And uh, That's awesome. people seem to like it. So I, I think I um, I think I, I, I hit a nerve and I'm just going to stick to doing that style, yeah. Well, and another thing you also bring into your videos is wrestling, which obviously we're yeah. going to be talking about because Crown Jewel just aired pretty much uh, yesterday as of this recording. So we all three love wrestling. We all been fans pretty much our whole lives. I love these sort of big events, sort of WrestleMania-esque type of events that WWE puts on every once in a while. The last one they did from Wales was fantastic, I found. This one, I don't like from top to bottom. A few bright spots. I don't want to touch on everything. Let's pretty much start from like the last three matches because I think those are the most important in my episode. Usos versus the Brawling Brutes. I this is one of the few matches that I did actually enjoy f- from this card. I, uh, I I checked this card out today and um, I think it had a lot of hype because of the the whole Roman Reigns Logan Paul stuff. But um, I I I'm not too big into these uh, Saudi Mania shows. They're not really the uh, <laughs> the ones that I get too uh, excited about for. Sure. Uh, especially especially when it like I, I'm I'm all about people getting the bag. So respect to the the Logan Paul, especially because you know third match and he's killing it in the ring. So I got, I don't even I didn't know who he was before uh, like this. 
But uh, a YouTuber versus like your champion for like two years is definitely just not something that I'm personally uh, interested in. I watched yeah. it today just because I was like, all right, cool. I thought it was okay. The dude like injured himself and, and, and stuff. But yeah. um, to go to to go to some of the the undercard that you mentioned, Steve. Like, yeah, like the talent is there. WWE is, is changing with this whole you know thing in the past little while with Vince McMahon being out. So. Uh, it makes things a bit more interesting, and I think Sheamus is on. Sheamus is a wrestler I didn't care about for so long, but now he's just on this run of like killing it, and uh, I'm hoping him and Pete Dunne and and these guys get a, a bigger push in uh, the upcoming version of WWE. Yeah, and I honestly thought okay, the reason why I really enjoyed this match this was obviously the best tag team match on the card, and Usos are up there, top probably five of all time now for sure. And like you mentioned, the Brawling Brutes have been coming up, like they turned. Uh, what's his? I was gonna call him Chimp. What's his name? Brute. What the hell is his? Uh, you just mentioned Pete Dunn. What do they call him now? Butch. Butch. John, Butch, Butch. Yeah. So they switched him back to pretty much Pete Dunn, except without changing his name, which I love again. So fantastic. And yeah, exactly. These yeah. three have been killing it. And I actually thought there was a part where, okay, if I see the Usos losing their title, maybe Roman Reigns could lose his too, right? But then obviously, what happened? Happened. Usos retained and all that. That super three D from the top rope was awesome. I, I just, I don't know. Awesome. Usos are on a nice run. Like everything that the Bloodline is doing is fantastic. I find. I agree. I agree. I agree. I, uh, I'm laughing because, like, uh, as you guys are talking, very poor job thing here. I'm getting pop ups on my screen because my is playing right now. And they're winning five <laughs> nothing right now. Just, just to throw that out there. That's hilarious. <laughs> They're stomping on Estudio right now. But uh, I thought, um, I, I was laughing because like, uh, my wife fucking hates the Usos for some reason. I don't oh, know shit. why. And I love the Usos, man. Like, she doesn't really watch wrestling, but like, you know, she'll pee gun once in a while for sure. some reason. She hates the Usos. But uh, I thought, um, yeah, I thought that it was kind of anybody's game there. I was kind of um, down on um, on the brawling brutes. Like, after the big E injury, I was kind of like, man, this guy know what he's doing in there. Like, I think everybody kind of had that moment of like, what the heck is this? But, uh, I think he's done a good job, like turning it around, and like you know, as a team, like they're they're kind of interesting again. Uh, they got people's interest back, yeah. uh, where they could have really just faded away. Uh, so I thought that match was really good. I know we're talking about the the, the last few matches here, but um, do you remember what the first match was by any chance on the card? It was um, uh, Brock Lesnar and Brock, Bobby Lashley. Second, what was the second match? It was uh, the tag team, the uh, damage, damage control. control. Okay, so I, I remember thinking, I just wanted to bring it up really quick. It was really Go cool watching EO and Asuka in the ring together. Yes. Like they, they looked like super comfortable. Like, I'm sure they're speaking Japanese to each other. Uh, and I thought that was really cool to finally see, like, I feel like Asuka's so good, but, like, she's never, she's always, like, 99% comfortable. And I feel like that was, like, 100% comfortable, Asuka. It was a really entertaining match. Um, yeah, I think like, that was the second best match for me, honestly. Yeah, on man, those was, two, Io, Io Shirai uh, is probably one of my favorite wrestlers. Like men, women yeah. doesn't matter. I, she, she's just uh, incredible, and to kind of finally see them utilize her in a proper way, like she will be a bigger, a big draw for them. When she, she'll be yeah. champion for them, she'll have a big feud with Asuka. They'll bring up their past and the history, as That's Michael true. Cole did. If anyone's a wrestling fan and you're still listening, I mean, Michael Cole has had. A hell of a year. Ever since the whole like changeover, this guy right? like can he can like sell me on anything when I'm watching. <laughs> Anytime I'm, I still ch- I'm still not fully. I still am just dipping my toes back into WWE. Like I still don't. I have trust issues, you know, for the past five years. Of <laughs> I don't blame you. I don't blame you. So my toes are still just just testing the waters, and and he's he Michael Cole is is someone that actually is. 
uh, bring me back in just the way he like makes things seem way more interesting and seems like he knows everything. Well, and that's what I was just going to say too. Yeah. Like, it seems like he's actually knowledgeable and not just in the WWE bubble. He even acknowledged right. Anderson being the new Japan never open way champion. Yeah, like what the exactly. fuck? <laughs> yeah. Pretty crazy. Uh, which is, which is cool. Wrestling is so silly. And, uh, the fact that it became this like really watered down machine when the yeah. talent has really been better than it's ever been. Like, look at the roster for the past while it's these guys are incredible and gals are just incredible and the fact that it took Vince McMahon to leave to get people like me at least way more <laughs> interested back into it than like there's no way I would have sat down and watched Raw like a year ago or something like that I still am cherry picking but like I I am, am definitely way more interested in, in, in it than it kind of was so I'll give Triple H uh, all the credit to that because they've, they've been putting on some pretty good stuff uh, even though maybe you didn't like the show uh, as much Steve <laughs> no I didn't because I found out every match was sort of the same it was your typical WWE let's play it safe type of match except for like the two tag team matches to me they were the best ones the female and the male for both the tag titles right like even speaking of the, the women the next match for what was it the Smackdown title like I don't know about you guys, but I found it very choreographed and they just didn't have that chemistry. And I love these two. And I, you know what I honestly think it is? They're flipped in their, in, in their characters. I think Bailey should be the yeah. face and uh, uh, Bianca should be the heel where it would have looked better and they would have seemed more comfortable doing what they were doing. I agree. Yeah. I, I'm not a fan of like last man standing matches. I, I find like the repetitive 10 cow man just bores me to death man like it just like the match will have like, a pace going and then it's just like you gotta sit there and wait and then i felt like i think like they did a, a decent job getting around that but it was still, like you said it felt very just like i don't know man like from one scene to the next to the next or from one station to the next station right it felt, it felt like, like i was playing a video game and i was Don't doing the like you know what i mean it's like <laughs> come on like the I one miss, i kind of miss the old bailey i don't know if that's a popular opinion or not no me too I, if i I would kind of do the hug her Bailey forever, man. She'll go back to it. We'll get it one day. We'll get she it has one to, right? day. So I guess I should say, or should preface that by saying, like, by living in Orlando, uh, I go, or before COVID, I went to all the NXT house shows. Like, really? So, like, That's awesome. Yeah, so, like, I wouldn't go to the TV taping so much because, like, they're kind of uncomfortable and you have to sit in bleachers. But they have, like, they do, like, house shows for NXT where you pay, like, 10 bucks. It's, like, a two-hour show. And you That's watch awesome. people, like, from their coconut first match, loop. yeah, the coconut loop from their first match to whatever. So, like, I'm I'm fond of Bailey from those days and stuff. So I kind of I'm, I'm partial to that. But uh, even before I was going to bring that up when you were talking about EO, like, it's really cool to see some of them like from their very first match here in Florida to like to what they're doing now. Like, sure. it, it's really awesome to see. Like, I uh, one that I, that really sticks out to me, not part of this pay per view, but uh, I've seen Mandy Rose's first match to every match from her first one till present and like me and my wife kind of like watched her like from uh tough enough nobody to, to now it's really cool to see that here but uh and they just started doing the coconut loop again after covid so oh, i'm nice. hoping uh, to get to some of those shows again but um my point there being i i kind of uh i guess get nostalgic about some of those golden day nxt characters i kind of miss <laughs> the old bailey i want bianca to be healed man like you're preaching to the choir i mean yeah. i i have been I, I do up next and i've been working on this nxt podcast since yeah since like 2013 Forever, man yeah yeah I've been, I've been covering i've been I, i'm pretty sure we were just discussing off air re- briefly that i went to a rumble in mm-hmm. florida i think it was orlando right the one where triple yeah, h 2016 won. Yeah, Triple H won, and he won the title. I have the chair. I have the chair. Oh, nice. Okay, yeah, yeah. And I went to the NXT uh, 
uh, tapings um, like the day or two after that uh, as yeah. well, which which I was like, oh cool. So I've been just I've been then I've been to a bunch of takeovers, but uh, like NXT definitely was just like slaughtered, and now all the best stuff from it is the best stuff in WWE right now. So right? that kind of yeah, checks yeah. out, and that kind of like reiterates that Triple H like at least seems to know what he's doing. But yeah. uh, the the talent is there. Like your Io Shirai's and Bailey's, yep. they were so over, and they they can uh. get over uh, again what do you watch like other other stuff or are you strictly wwe or no I, well i watch aw um so like my my it's monday wednesday friday my schedule i guess when the baby goes to sleep my wife will usually go to sleep at like 9 9 30 because she's tired from the baby and stuff so I'll, I'll pop on you know uh, uh dynamite or rampage or whatever too but uh i kind of like it was weird like i really hated aw in the very beginning really? kind of like, yeah i just wasn't into it i kind of was like this is to WCWE for me, like the look of it, I guess the production, the ropes, the ring, and then they kind of like sold me on it. And like I really got into it a lot. Uh, so now I'm kind of into like both of them, like equally oh, yeah. WWE and AEW. Like I, I mean, I'll always be a WWE guy because I that's what I grew up watching, and it'll just always be a thing for me. But uh, I genuinely enjoy Wednesdays now, and like when an AEW pay per view is on, like it's special because it's not every month. So I enjoy that as well. And don't tell anybody this, but for some reason. My cable provider, when I buy an AEW pay-per-view, they don't charge me for it. <laughs> <laughs> Can you believe that? Like, like it's going through. I'm Call the cops. Legit way, That's and awesome. And up on the bill. Like, I'm like, what is happening here? So, like, uh, my community is on, like, a, a group contract, I guess. Sure. And we all have to use the same cable provider or whatever. So, I think it's something happening in there. But So, like, I, I generally enjoy hitting the order pay-per-view button just like the old days, <laughs> watching an AEW pay-per-view live. That's awesome. Like that. So I do watch both. Um, I used to watch like Impact and stuff back in like their golden day when I had more time or whatever. But for now, it's, it's pretty much strictly WWE and AEW. No, I'm the I'm the the same way. AEW is something that came in. I loved it from the beginning. It felt like a, a big shift in in like the the world of wrestling and like being like a a fan. Uh, it, it kind of like added something something a lot different. I think it's actually the opposite for a lot of people. I think they loved it. The, for the first three years and now the honeymoon phase is kind of ending it, <laughs> and people are like "Ooh, I, to turn. I, I, I personally don't like all the the drama that's been going on with it i just think yeah, yeah. Uh, i i think they put on really entertaining shows i've been to a bunch of their shows i've also been to a bunch of their shows which i didn't think were very good so like i i, I can be very uh like critical at the same time but they put on uh just hell of an amazing uh, entertainment and their paper i'm going i'm going to full gear in a, in a few weeks oh, and like my interest is not as like like hype as as like maybe it was when uh, like a few years ago when I was like sure. really like hype because I'm definitely feeling it's a little uh, beaten up a bit. Uh, maybe yeah. maybe also WWE's doing well now, so everyone's just kind of jumping back on on that ship. But uh, I'm just I happy as enjoy, yeah. I enjoy their their like uh, I was gonna say live shows, but I guess I mean their TV shows. Like the crowd is always so freaking hot, man. I'm like. It's like watching '90s Raw. Like That's what does it for me too. Like, yeah, yeah. Everybody's so freaking hot, man. That like I get excited watching it on the couch. And it's only two hours, right? So you're kind of like getting out. Whereas like <laughs> Raw, like if the crowd's dead, man, like I'm probably gonna fall asleep before it's over. So like the crowd to me means a lot. Like even soccer, I didn't watch a lot of soccer during COVID because there was no crowd. It was boring to me. I need to hear like the hype. I need to hear yep, people like yep. emoting the same thing I'm emoting. So like. Uh, <laughs> I, I the AEW shows, man. Like to me, they're just awesome because like the crowd is always just uh, like really hot. I really want to go to a show uh, when, when I guess like I guess when my baby's old. Enough. The crappy thing around here is like 
I don't really have a lot of friends that watch wrestling. Like, this of is the course. first time I get to talk to of wrestling to people other than my wife. And like, <laughs> you know, so I don't really go to a lot of shows That's with hilarious. anybody. I would usually drag my wife with me or I'd trade her something. I'd be like, I'll, I'll, I'll give you this if you come to the show. Oh, I'm just whatever. saying, don't but, worry, uh, my friend. You know, but um, yeah, I want to get to some shows when when uh, AEW comes around here. Uh, if I can, I got some coworkers that, that maybe watch, so maybe I can coerce somebody to come with me. <laughs> oh, that's awesome! Okay, before we get into into the main event, because obviously that's what everyone's pretty much talking about. There was one more thing in that Bailey and Bianca match. I don't know. Okay, are you guys Austin Powers fans? So you guys are going to get this reference? <laughs> yeah. Of course. Okay, so. Thank you. So when she's driving the golf cart and Bianca's just there with her arms waving, I'm like, you had like almost a... F- yes, you had like... What's going on here? Like, come on, guys. That's when I was like, I'm out. This the rest. Of, I was on my phone the rest of the match. I'm sorry. I was done. Yeah. You know what I, I thought the same actually, thing. So like, the first Saudi show, I don't didn't have any women. And I think they maybe brought Natty like backstage. The second show had women. I think it was one match. The next one had like two matches. Right. They wore t-shirts. This is the first time they didn't wear t-shirts and they just wore bodysuits. So like it's progressively it's getting been getting more and more Slowly. progressive for the women. And I'm, I was asking my wife, like, I wonder if they asked permission for that or if they're just like backstage, like, yo, oh. girls, like no, no t-shirts. Today. Let's see what they say, you know? But I'm, I'm really curious, like how that works. Cause like yeah. every show, That's a good point. they've leaned a little bit more and more to like, you know, the Western way of presenting things. And, uh, I almost felt like, I don't know if you guys felt it in the crowd during that match. It was kind of dead. And I felt like it was, I don't know if it was because it was a women's match. It was, they were kind of like disrespecting it a little bit. Uh, I, I almost kind of heard booze for Bianca, which was a little weird. But then I chalked it up to maybe they just like Bailey because she's a classic character or whatever. But uh, I felt like culturally maybe like uh, the match didn't go over as well uh, with the fans. But uh, yeah, I did take, to take note that, you know, they've been, Shedding a little bit more clothing, I guess, every time they're out there, which is uh, which is cool, I guess. I think like when they were wearing t-shirts and stuff, like not in a misogynistic way, but it, it kind of took a little bit away from the match. Like it looked like two people wrestling in the gym. You know what I mean? It looked really it was, weird. Yeah. Well, I'm the same yeah. way. Like when wrest- when when male wrestlers wear t-shirts, it's like just wear something that's spandex that covers yeah. everything instead. Like do the yeah, giant yeah. Gonzalez thing. I don't care. Right, right, right. <laughs> so this time around, they they, they look they look the part and stuff. So whatever, you know, I thought of that, but. Uh, yeah, the match itself, I thought, was a little bit uh, uh, very choreographed. And, like, you could tell by spots like that, where, like you said, she's standing in front of the golf cart for, like, 30 seconds, man. Like, she could have gone left, right? She could have done something. Anywhere, like man. She could have <laughs> ran out to the ring. She could have grabbed <sighs> herself her own golf cart. Like, what the hell's going on here? <laughs> but what can you do? They tried. They tried. But anyways, on to the main event. Uh, okay. I have mixed opinions about this. I like it. Okay, Logan Paul, I think, is obviously one of the top celebrities to come in and do it, especially with now three matches under his belt. But mind you, he does have amateur wrestling in his background, which it showed, and it looked fantastic what he did. But at the same time, a YouTuber coming in, like Braden, you said it, you can't, like, I can't suspend disbelief that much. Like, you know what I mean? Like, again, three matches, YouTuber, like, is this guy really going to dethrone the guy who's been champ for two years? I mean, I actually, I actually, um, I, I, we do, I do wrestling. I do up next every week where we definitely talk about stuff, but I, I'm not familiar with Logan Paul. I, I know he's a YouTuber. I learned more about him since he came to WWE, but his match at SummerSlam, like a lot of other fans definitely like got my attention. I went, Whoa, okay. This guy clearly like practiced and worked on this and is like really good for his second match. And, uh, I, I, I thought instantly this guy will be champion, like, in WWE, 
in the future. And but then, world champion or like yeah, a yeah, U.S. No, champion? champion? Oh, he'll shit. Be, he will be okay. WWE champion. Okay, okay, and, okay. Then, and then now they announced this match, and I went, well, that's not, that's way too early. That's way too soon. <laughs> like, there's no way he's taking it from Roman. So the disbelief there is true. I like the fact they treated it like it was some big thing. They gave it uh, press conferences. Yeah. Like the, the, the Paul brothers are, have been doing with those nice fights and stuff. Yeah, it's a good touch, but... Uh, I, I'm definitely still in like they obviously they they were smart and did this in 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 a Saudi Mania show more so than just a show over here because people would I, I wouldn't buy a ticket to that so like I feel like a lot of people were the same boat like ooh actually I probably wouldn't want to go to that show so let's get it out of the way and do it over here uh, while we can and and get and make the money and I'm sure the, the the Paul brothers walked away with a hefty paycheck after this but uh, I thought he did fine right. in the main event it's yep. now he it's reported like halfway through the match he injured himself it's that damn buckshot lariat. You do that buckshot, if you're not hangman, you're getting injured. That's right? That's how it is. Still did it better than CM Punk, but... Yeah, uh, that's true. <laughs> you know, that's okay. Man, I, I thought it was like I, it was like a match that I wanted to hate, but then I ended up kind of liking right? it. Right? And, like, and I started, I was talking about it uh, with my wife, of course, ahead of time, <laughs> and I was kind of like, if they did this here and Logan Paul wins, people are going to go fucking bananas, and like they're, they're going to riot. But if they have him win over there... They can get away with it. So yeah. I started to kind of believe, like, are they going to do this? And then I started thinking to myself, like, if there's, like, some Saudi prince that has, like, a blank check, like, and he wrote them a check to have that result, like, would they accept that? Like, right? would, they, would they change storyline <laughs> for a check? And how much would that check have to be, right? So then I'm watching the match and stuff, and, like, when his, like, goons started coming out, like, his podcast buddies and his brother. That's Who took a beating, to really by the way? Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, they no, got beat up. I was like, man, like. This is how they can make him win because, like, there's a lot of shenanigans happening right now. If That's he true. Goes on a win, it might not. Even, it could be believable. You know what I'm saying? Like, yep. he can't flat out be Roman, but when he's got like three guys, like, kind of just distracting. Especially him, after that frog splash, yeah, I had a, a one percent. I was like, I was like, okay, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I think they did a good job of like making us believe that maybe they're crazy enough to have him win. I think he did a really good job. Uh, I think he's, uh, I think he's, he's fit for it. I think his brother's really built for this dude. He's got a loud mouth and stuff. I think that was funny to, to even bring him out. Um, I, I think that it's, I mean, I want to hate it because they're YouTubers, man, but I'm also like, but he's good, I try to though, shake myself fuck. and say like, Dave, like this is the new generation, man. Stop being a whole <laughs> like, That's true too. It's going to be, I guess like YouTubers are going to be in mainstream stuff, you know? Um, and if anybody's going to do it, it's not, at least it's not like a David Arquette situation. Like, this guy's really That's true. good, man. Like, <laughs> no, no, no offense to David Arquette. I'm sure he's a nice guy. But, like, you know, this is athletic in the, in the sense that Logan Paul, like what he's pulling off right now, man. Like, uh, I, I mean, I know he was training with Shawn Michaels and stuff. So, like, that, that goes far or whatever. But uh, in the amount of time he's had, I felt like he was just, like, smooth in the ring. Where it was, like... That's what I mean. He didn't really have to think about, like, what he was doing next. Right? He kind of just flowed. And, like, that takes, like... Years to see in certain people, man. He's I'm not good. Trying to like fluff him He's up. a natural, as they say. He picked it up. He yeah. picked it up real good. Yeah. No, I, I I'll give him all that credit. He looks so and good. He's like he's like a natural heel in in real life, like in, in his media, and he was playing in the baby face. So like that's an uncomfortable spot, right, to begin with. And he did it pretty good, or pretty well. I would like to see him as a as a heel. Him and his brother. Yeah. Again, they, I have a, I, I you put money on it that they will eventually be running this in a while. But we know that you can't have Roman lose because he's he's waiting for blank. Who who is the person? To, it's going to be Cody, no? 
it's got to be Cody, right? Or at this point, CM Punk. Like, I don't oh, know. Oh, come on. Like, you honestly think that's going to ha- I don't think so. Come on. He's done. He's got to be done. Who is the person to beat Roman Reigns? It, it, like The Cody, Rock the at Rock, WrestleMania. The Rock at WrestleMania, but, like, The Rock would would make himself have to, to win. So, I mean, I don't, I don't know. know. Tough. That is a good question. That's what we're all waiting for, right? Like, uh, what's the next? It's the so next crazy. big it's one, like yeah. We, uh... I mean, I don't know about you guys, but like we always, we, I say we collectively used to fucking hate Roman and boo him and stuff. I, I really couldn't stand him. And like now we're like, like so interested in like his reign. And stuff. at least for me, I've turned it around like so much. Like of I used course. to hate watching him on my team. I don't like, like, I'm not a Roman fan. Yeah. I, 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 the wrestling doesn't hit. Sammy, but. Of, of course, of course. I, I love, I love what Roman has done with the character. He's taken yeah. it, and and I give him all again, give him all the props. He's become like the the, the A plus player. He's become like the main guy. It's the wrestling uh, that still doesn't really yeah. qu- quite hit for me. Sure. But that's you know, I watch the other stuff. Uh, this weekend, also New Japan put on a, a show and. Uh, Will Ospreay, for any like non-hard, oh, you know, he, he's someone to obviously check out. But him and Naito, who every time Naito wrestles, I'm like, ah, I've seen you. You're past your time. But Osprey and Naito may have put on like possibly a match of the year contender uh, from a, a show just the other day on wow. from New Japan. And there's like there's different things from different styles of wrestling that you can get your entertainment out of. And the Bloodline and Roman Reigns and and Sammy and even the Logan Paul stuff is definitely the like big entertainment kind of factor whereas then i can go check out the other stuff where it's dudes like killing each other and kicking each other's heads off and stuff like that if somebody would have told me when i was like five years old that i could just watch unlimited wrestling all day like different (laughs) companies yeah internet all this crap i would have like went bananas i was just telling like we were just talking about the other day how like do you guys did you guys have blockbuster in canada of course of course Okay, so like, how, like I would go to Blockbuster as a kid and rent the, uh, like a pay per view VHS yep. of like SummerSlam '93 or whatever. I did the same. And, like it was always like such an event. Whereas like now, like we just watch so much crap that like like you just said it. Like you could watch the best of WWE, not watch the stuff you don't like, and then go watch New Japan, AEW, and like you could like mix together your own like mixtape uh, weekly of what you like to watch. That's exactly. Really that's cool. ex- yeah. That's exactly uh, what right? it's just like. It's just like music. It's just like anything. Yeah, right? Yeah. Like you can you can pick a what you do i will say there's not enough portuguese wrestlers uh Dude, in the world i know man like portuguese man of war you know I'll do just incredible that's pretty much uh, well i guess on the female side we, yeah i was just gonna killer mention kelly, her man. She's killer so kelly good, yeah man. she's killer kelly she's she's, really she's probably the only one right well, now she doesn't really like she doesn't really like rep it too much though you know she's she used like, to what, what, she used to more yeah. She Before she went to NXT AW. UK, but not anymore. Yeah, you're right. There was that, that one in AEW. Shauna. I forgot what her name was. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, that's um, right. Shauna. Yeah, 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 man. When I was a kid, they used to tell me that, like, the Ultimate Warrior died and he was replaced by, like, this Portuguese guy. <laughs> you know what? I don't know, Brayden. I heard that same rumor up here, so don't worry about it. I heard the same rumor that the Portuguese, that Ultimate Warrior ended up being Portuguese after. I was like, what the fuck is <laughs> I've never heard this rumor. Seriously? This is before the internet, too. Look how far it traveled. <laughs> This is hilarious. <laughs> That's so silly. The Ultimate yeah, Warrior. Really been, uh, really been so what you do with Doc on that? Representation, I guess. I'm trying to think if I can think of anybody, but no, man. Like uh, I don't think so. That's because like, none of our parents will let us wrestle, man. Like, <laughs> plus, I, I, actually, Brandon, I don't know if you know this, but I went to wrestling school when I was 16. Whoa. That's right. Months. I actually did. Like, I graduated and everything. And I somehow convinced my parents to let me do it. And I still don't know how because, like, my mom was so overprotective. But I actually did it. So I'm one of the guys that actually got to go. But, yeah, uh, I don't 
don't know that we have What's your finish? The will uh, be fine. It was a spinning back elbow like off the top rope. Judas uh, effect. My, yeah, before him, right? My wrestling name was Mantis because I used to be really skinny and they said I was like a praying mantis. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that nickname stuck with me afterwards. People used to call me that. But, um, That's but yeah, I don't, I don't remember like anybody really repping uh, Portuguese heritage on TV there. But there's got to be some like closet Portuguese. Uh, there's got to be, right? Like, Something. Secret Portuguese wrestling. I was trying to think of, of one, but uh, off the top of my head, I really can't. No, there's not a lot. I just quickly Googled it right now. And Killer oh. Kelly, Shauna, uh, Carlos Rocha, who passed away in 2020. Oh, wow. And then yeah. uh, Tarzan Taborda, who passed away in 2005, uh, apparently was a popular oh, shit. wrestler. But that's okay. not a lot of, at all. Oh, and then, of course, uh, Just Incredible there shows up as uh, Wait, animal. do you guys want to hear something crazy about Aldo Montoya, Just Incredible? Uh, I don't know if you listen to the Bruce Pritchard podcast, but, but one of the early episodes where they, they bring him up, they say that the reason that they that they made him or they wanted him in his Portuguese character was because it was like '94, the World Cup was coming in the United States, and they wanted to appeal to the South American audience. And I'm like, they didn't even realize Portugal was in Europe oh back then. God. They were using him to appeal to South Americans. And that, I'm like, I love like, it. How crazy is that, man? Like, they didn't even realize. And that's crazy because when I moved to Florida, people used to think Portugal's in South America too. They would ask me all the time at work, like, "Oh, where in South America are you from?" So I just thought that was so That's ridiculous too that funny. I didn't even realize like that he was Portuguese and from Europe, not from South America or Brazilian or whatever. But hats off to him, man, because when I was a kid, I used to love watching him on TV. <laughs> I used to tell my friends. Like, you know exactly. You know how excited I got when I saw that Portuguese flag on his on his tights. I was like, well, hold on. I was like, what? Portuguese man of war? What the fuck is this? That's it? Representing? We got a wrestler? He's at least going to be the IC champ? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Then nothing. Uh, I, do this, I do this podcast um, on our on our Patreon once in a while. We call it Best Match Ever. And then, like, usually we, we do, like, it, next week we're doing one in honor of Macho Man turning 70. Uh, it would be his 70th birthday. So we, we make a playlist of the best Macho Man matches and then we talk about them and then we, we review them and rate them and stuff like that but then we've done like joke ones like for April Fool's uh, last year or the year before we, someone picked Doink the Clown so we looked at the best Doink the Clown matches but awesome. I mean uh, a Man of War best match ever would be a fantastic uh, episode he probably only wrestled like maybe a handful of TV matches as that gimmick but uh, I can't even name one of those matches but I'll have to do some digging because that could be That's uh, a good one celebrate Portugal Day or something uh, <laughs> hey exactly why not oh. <laughs> okay before we uh, get to the worst story of the week and we wrap this up one segment Bray Wyatt my friends thoughts suggestions like one thing off the bat I could see this long entrance getting old quick I think they got to shorten it up and tighten it a little bit. Just a little bit. Because if yeah. it takes that long for him to do anything, like I think I see him losing people and then tuning away from what could be a very good segment and a good promo, as obviously he always cuts. Yeah, I, I kind of miss his old music too. Like the theme music, like the original music. Like I feel like the one he's using now is kind of like, it's a good song, but it's just like... I love it, like, personally. I'm, I'm, cool. I'm, it's, really. it's cool, yeah, it's cool. But I'm starting I, to I really like, like it. Uh, it's not creepy or whatever. Like I kind of want it to be creepy again, but uh, I kind of like. So, okay, so on this pay per view, I didn't really mind it because of the time I watched it and stuff. But generally speaking, like for me to stay up past nine nine thirty right now with <laughs> baby is, is a lot. So like I keep getting so annoyed that I stay up to like see what he's gonna say, see what he's gonna do, and like he says stuff and drops stuff, but nothing really has happened like lately. And I'm just kind of like, man, like 
I, I guess I'm growing a little bit impatient. And like again, like he they flew him all the way to Saudi yesterday to come out and just talk a little bit again. And I know people want to see him and stuff, but uh, I guess I wanted something more to happen. I don't know what because I don't know where this is going. But uh, I, I'm I don't know. Maybe I'm just getting impatient and, and as I'm getting older. But I kind of just want something to happen already. Uh, Agree and, and find out who's 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 involved in this and stuff. But uh, that's exactly but, where uh, I'm yeah. at. It, it's so true because okay. it's like okay. But the only reason why I keep coming back is because I have no idea where this is going. Is it going to be a faction? Is it going to be all just him being these characters again? Like what is it going to be? Can you wrestle? I, ju- I like call me ah. crazy. I like wrestling because I like wrestle? wrestling. But like, I oh, can he wrestle? I thought you meant like physically, like he's her. I was like, <laughs> he's her. <laughs> no, uh, he's never he, like I love. I love all my spooky shit. I'm all about that life. Yeah, but I feel too. like he, they they definitely need to to let him take it to the next level. But it was always the wrestling that didn't connect uh, for me. And then specifically when he became the fiend, like it was like Michael Myers, Jason Voorhees levels of just really bad, uh, really like hokey pokey kind yeah. of weird shit so uh, i'm interested but i'm on the same page as you guys that like it's just a little too slow at the moment i just i haven't seen anything buzzworthy i i saw him coming out i fast forwarded he was talking i skipped the rest of it i just didn't necessarily uh, have any interest in it but i feel like when it finally kicks off if it's like his brother Bo or uncle howdy or whatever the hell that it well, is, that's like, the speculation sure, right now right yeah i'm sure there's some cool stuff coming but like i hope we're so just being impatient wrestling fans but i agree yeah, I think it's. Uh, I think they're trying to swerve us a little bit, and like they keep throwing us like false hints and stuff. Like, yeah, I, I think they want us to think Alexa Bliss is coming back. Right, that with that whole like, pre-match interview they had. Well, like, I don't yeah, think that's really gonna happen. I think they're just trying to throw us off. But uh, yeah, man, he's got to start wrestling. We got to get this group together, whatever it is. Uh, like, uh, we're heading towards Survivor Series. I'd like to see this, like him maybe have a match by then, because uh, you know. Yeah. Exactly. Like, that's like a perfect, uh, I don't know, I always find Survivor Series is like the Halloween, creepy, uh, pay-per-view-ish time of year. Like the Halloween Havoc of our of, of WWE. But I think that like, yeah, we got to get a move on this, man, because it's getting a little bit, and I like Bray Wyatt, but I'm getting a little bit bored. Of, uh, well, it's true, because he, he's not even uh, going after anyone. Like, who is he feuding with himself? His, his inner it's demons? Not, uh, like, it, is this going to be like a match against himself in the future? Like, like what's going on? <laughs> It's going to be him, Bo, it's going to be the family, the Wyatt family, like him, Bo, uh, Liv, I don't know, their pig on their farm somewhere, I don't know. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) Well, what do you guys think of of the whole event? Like, what would you rate it? Was it good? Was it bad? Was it in the middle? Uh, It was in the middle. I think it got a lot of press and stuff for the Logan Paul Roman stuff. I saw a lot of outlets posting it and sharing it, and I think that's always a plus for wrestling to go like outside into that mainstream audience so i'll give them props for that they definitely got uh, a lot of people in it and and that match was probably the the most fun on that show uh with roman and, i think and so Paul. that's fair to say so, yeah 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 I, I agree i think it was like kind of in the middle like i always love a good saturday pay-per-view it gives me something to, to either watch saturday night when everybody else goes to bed or sunday morning or, or whatever i always enjoy a little bit of extra wrestling so for me it was like a bonus show but uh i, I think it was better than some of the past uh saudi shows um you know, I, I'm, I'm not a Goldberg fan, so I didn't have to watch Goldberg or any of that crap. I kind of got to see more modern wrestlers. If you don't really uh, count Bobby and, and Brock, um, we didn't really see too much of the, the old guard. And uh, I thought I think the middle of the show got a little bit boring for me. Like uh, Drew and Karrion Cross, like I don't even know why they don't like each other. And if they don't like each other so bad, then why are they trying to escape the cage? Like 
Drew told him he was going to put a beating on him, but he's trying to escape the cage. Like, that match just doesn't make sense. So, like, so in the middle of the show, Omos kind of, like, that match, Braun, whatever. Yeah. So, like, they kind of lost me a little bit in the middle. Yep. But uh, but Logan Paul definitely brought me back uh, at the end there for, for you know, where, where I was kind of like, all right, like, I'm glad I, I watched the whole thing or stayed to the main event because, it uh, you know, it was good. I think the... Um, I think they need to stop talking about how it's like WrestleMania equivalent. Like they keep just saying, like this is WrestleMania caliber. I'm like, All right, yeah, I know. I don't think so. It. it wasn't. Um, it's not, but uh, it is enjoyable. Yeah, um, for sure. I think they're doing a better job at it. Uh, I just think that they need to start. Um, I don't know. I, like to me, like like I don't, we kind of talked about the end of the show, but like I'm so tired of watching Brock, and I'm a huge Brock fan, and and, and Bobby. Like I noticed last night, like. I don't know why it took you this long to notice, but just like the same shit over and over again when he's on the screen. Like, we got German suplexes. Uh, he's going to go through the guardrail. A table's probably going to break, and the match is going to be over in about 10 minutes. Like, I'm kind of just the formula. formula for sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's boring. So, like, I could have done without that match. Uh, I do like Brock. I like his little ponytail and stuff, whatever. <laughs> and especially babyface Brock, because it seems like he's having fun. Yeah, he's having fun. So, I'm, I'm glad they put it at the, at the beginning of the show. I thought that was good. It's kind of like. Boom! It's, it's in your face yeah. out of the way, but uh, yeah, I think it's time to move on from that feud too, or, or that. Uh, no, it's one one, so they have to have a. Of course, one more, right? So. Yeah. There it is. But uh, what was I going to say? Sammy, Sammy wasn't there last night. Is that because? That's like, still because of his whole. Yeah. yeah, he's yeah, okay. he's still against going um, there. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I kind of missed him last night. He's fantastic, know. by the way. Talk oh my about. God, man. Talk about a guy who should actually, you know what? I'll throw him in. He should, he should dethrone fucking Roman Reigns. How about that? I mean, it's a good, it's such a good, it's a good herring, right? Like that's the whole purpose of this storyline is to like think that that could possibly happen, right? I'm thinking, I'm tempted to get tickets to uh, Elimination Chamber in Montreal. Oh, like, that would be such I, a great I'm time to do it. I'm imagining Sammy is 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 the the, the last remaining person in that chamber. Uh, your winner faces Roman at Mania. That's the easiest, you know, thing you could. I kind of like think like I mean, this is kind of whatever, just my prediction or whatever. But I kind of want like them or what's the one Uso that thinks like that hates him? Jay. Jimmy or Jay? Jay. I want him to be right all along, and like Sammy's just like infiltrating <laughs> yeah. for Kevin yeah. Owens to yeah. get through and like beat Roman. So I want him to be right in the end. That would be hilarious. I purposely have not bought the honorary U shirt just in case that happens. Like I don't know that this is going to be long lived. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. Love it. I think like Sammy is like the best thing they have going right now. Like, I know. Like from like an interesting like uh, standpoint of like, getting me like hooked on the show. He's fucking funny. Like he he's like uh, relevant. He's kind of, I don't know if you guys uh, are Curb Your Enthusiasm fans. I'm a huge Larry David fan. He reminds me so much of Larry David, like, just, like, his, like, like mannerisms and the stuff yeah. he complains about or whatever. Like, I just love him so much, man. And I, I really, like, yeah. I wouldn't mind if he found Roman, even though he's, like, less than half Roman's weight. Like, I don't even care. I'll suspend well, my disbelief. For he, that. I know. Like, like Sammy, <laughs> Sammy, Sammy, you know, was in a position where people thought he was going to leave and be this, like, huge turncoat to go to, you yeah. know, the promised land and stuff. And he didn't. And then they gave him a WrestleMania match with Johnny Knoxville. And to some wrestling fans, they'd grown at that. And Sammy took it and went, like... I love it. Like, that, that has to be one of the best matches this year. And yeah. we did a we did a watch-along at a bar uh, for WrestleMania here in Toronto. And, you know, you, you have a lot of the hardcore fans bringing a lot of their friends to the bar to watch 
something maybe they don't always watch. And that match, like, had everyone losing their goddamn mind. And that is something that so many fans are talking about, and that was Sami Zayn. And now, fast forward, we're still talking about him, and he's still the number one thing. So uh, I do think it's a red herring that he won't be the one to take it from Roman, but I don't think it's so far as to say that he will be uh, he will be WWE champion one day. If Kevin Owens has done it one time with the Universal Title, right? They they will they will they will both be champions. Uh, by by staying with WWE, they've already been giving given huge uh, things at WrestleManias, and and now this big storyline's like, nah, they'll be they'll be fine. They're, they'll be I was there. Stars. I was there when Kevin Owens. It was Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn NXT, like the first time they faced off. Yeah, NXT. wow. And, like, I didn't know them before. Like, I didn't know El Genero. Okay. Well, okay. Right? Right. So, like, I became an instant fan, man. Like, I was like, these guys are, like, so entertaining, man. Like, they were, like, right. I guess, like, they, they have such chemistry that, like, it's natural. But, and then, like, a few weeks later, my wife met Sami Zayn. Like, she was out to lunch somewhere nearby. They all kind of live around here when they're in NXT. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. And he was, like, a really nice guy, whatever. She, like, you know, told me the story, whatever. So, I've always really taken a liking to him. Like, he just seems like a genuine dude. And, like... I really hope he has like a lot of success, man, because like he really like he deserves he's it. Just killing it, hilarious, and he deserves it. He's genuine, and he's just like I feel like on the mic, man. Like I don't know, like he's not even like a big like I don't know, like insulter, like a Jericho or like a Rock or whatever. But right. like, standing toe to toe to hit with him is just like ridiculous because like he's just so good on his feet, man. He's just naturally funny, and like like there's like stuff that'll happen, like between, like, Roman and one of the Usos, and you just see Sammy's reaction in the background, <laughs> his facial expressions. I and know. even that will just, like, make me laugh on the couch. I'm just like, That's look awesome. at him. Like, he's so ridiculous. So ridiculous. But, uh, yeah, that would be kind of cool if he dethrones Roman. But uh, <laughs> if he does, then we have to do another podcast with the three of us. Definitely. Sounds good. Sounds good. But, yeah, but that's the thing now with WWE. There's so many possibilities, so many contenders. They could go carrying across Drew McIntyre. Orton's supposed to come back. You still got Rhodes, obviously, all these factors. So who knows? And that's what makes wrestling good is the unknown, right? So kudos to WWE, kudos to, to Triple H, obviously, and everyone who's involved. But are you gentlemen ready for something that's even better than WWE? The worst story of the week, my friends. <laughs> All right, let's hear it. Okay, well, Brayden, I know you like to dabble in the devil's lettuce like I do myself. Dabble in the dabs, yeah. <laughs> I'll even hit my dab pen as you explain this. I'm listening. Love it. Okay. Have you ever gotten shitty weed? Before we get to this, have you ever gotten shitty weed, and it hasn't gotten you high? Uh, I've I've gotten really shitty weed before, but I've not been dumb enough to like buy oregano or anything. No, I don't mean like that. But I mean like weed. Like it's weed, but it's just the THC so low that it barely even got you high. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, I've got yeah, I've had some weed that's like definitely not strong. Um, I've had some like from like excuse me, this pen's hitting. I've had some from like homegrown. Oh, and it wasn't like, and it was like you know, someone okay. who's like that makes who's grown it and sure. stuff. So yeah, so maybe like they're not like super expertise. I will say a, a listener of of my show recently uh, met up for AEW, and he shout out Steve who grows weed. Um, he brought some that he like made and or grew made he grew Same and, shit. and it was it was like <laughs> it was like better than stuff i'm buying i mean here in canada oh, shit. You know, we buy it in stores and stuff so i was like oh shit like that's this awesome. guy is, is killing it like he he knows what he's doing like that's what he does for like a living you know so like uh but i've also bought weed i'm trying to think back it's been a long time here in canada we're really spoiled especially in toronto i know i haven't so had to spoiled. deal with an uh, like an no. illegal dealer in years now right life's too short to smoke shitty weed uh 
no. Well, how about this? Would, would you do anything, say back in the day in high school when you bought off your fucking dealer, w- would you do anything if you got shitty weed? Would you try and get a refund or go out or do something like, you know what I mean? Or would you just, you know, suck it up and be like, oh, I, well. Yeah. You know what? Like a year or two ago, I bought some, I, I used like the, like a, a delivery service thing and uh, they come oh. to my house and whatever they give me my weed and i and i got it and i smoked it and i was like oh the last time i got this it was really good and this isn't so i i I just texted them back basically being like hey guys like you know i love you i always buy from you like i order like so much from you all the time i just want to say like this was this was bad this was not good like i don't know if it was old or dusty right i don't know what it was and then they they replied back like hey you know what like we know you're like a good customer we're actually gonna swoop by like today or tomorrow and give you like oh the same that's awesome order, like, on, the, on the house kind of thing and then when they brought it it was like the what i properly uh properly got uh here in canada we have we have really good weed but i'd say that uh some of the best stuff i've smoked is probably from uh the states uh actually shout out sour diesel uh i've had some yeah some same fine, some fine stuff down there but uh shitty weed again we're too we're too far in the future for shitty weed Thank you. And again, this is a Canadian thing. You see American listeners, and I'm sure you're going to contest to this day. Everyone in the States sues everyone. We, we just put in a formal complaint and then we get back the equivalent. And and that's all we want. Like, so in the States, in California, two men bought some weed and now is suing the fucking company because it didn't get them high. (laughs) The American dream, my friends. They win. Um, well, they haven't set a court date yet. It's still in motion and all that. So they, they, yeah. uh, I guess they put it into motion. So now they're waiting and all that fun stuff. But it's like really, and they're suing because they bought pre rolls and the pre rolls weren't didn't get them high. So yeah. maybe they're claiming that you know it could have been either old weed, but again, it's weed. Like you know what I mean. This is what this is the role you take. You know what I mean. So I don't know. I hear yeah, I hear a lot of friends who visit uh, big cities in the states say that like they get they get really bad like weed or like maybe it's not the strongest or it's shake in those pre-rolls. So like mm. people who go to Vegas, people say a lot of places on the strip in Vegas, like are selling like weed that really isn't that very, very strong. And I think really? the same thing with like New York, like, you know, you buy weed from certain people. Like, okay. I've had the different switch. experience, my friend. Here's Me a story. Too, yeah. Here's a story I shouldn't be telling. Cause maybe I'll never be left into the States again, but no one listens. <laughs> That's important. So it doesn't matter. So I ended up going to Michigan once the, everything got lifted and they're legal there. They have dispensaries. So you could buy weed in Michigan, right? Yeah, yeah. So I crossed the border from the Sarnia area and I went through that way. And as soon as I crossed the border, I went, I Googled, I found a dispensary. I bought, you know, I bought two pre-rolls because I don't want anything major, just, you know, enough to last me the day because I don't want to bring anything over the border either which way because I, I don't want to fuck up going into the States because, you know, as much as we make fun of you guys down there, Dave, I like visiting the States when I can, right? Yeah, yeah, of course. So... I bought this weed, I smoked it, and I swear, no joke of a lie, I was visiting some cousins, and I was like, holy fuck, I feel like I'm 17. It was the highest I've been in almost 20 years, <laughs> off a pre-roll. So, I don't know, maybe it's certain states, but Michigan, they got some good pre-rolls, my friend. No, they had some good weed in Michigan. I was, I was just down there this past summer for that AEW uh, Blood and Guts. Ah, okay. And, uh, a listener of ours, B. Detroit, he hooked us up with this fat fucking backwoods, and it was, it was some next level. I'm trying to get my hands on uh, the Kevin Nash uh, jackknife. Oh. That's, that's come out. Uh, but he, unfortunately... Have you heard, have you heard the, obviously, the Ric Flair. The Ric Flair uh, drip? Yeah, I want to yeah, try it. Uh, I'm a sucker yeah. for, for celebrity-endorsed products, so, I mean... Yeah, right? <laughs> 
I'll definitely so I, try. I have, I have a story. It's international, so I can tell it because it doesn't count. If anybody, if any of my coworkers have actually made it through the wrestling talk, to this, I'm very impressed. They deserve the dirt. Yeah, yeah, you deserve the dirt. But I was in Amsterdam with my wife, and uh, you know, we were just—it was like a, a party type of vacation. We were just sightseeing, but obviously enjoying the fruits of, uh, of Amsterdam. Of course, and, uh, as you should. I had a muffin like uh, one night, and our we were like in an Airbnb. It was like 7:30 at night. I had like a muffin. And it was so fucking strong that when I woke up the next morning, you still felt the, it. The next thing I remember, I woke, I pull up my phone, and it's on this, it's on like Google, and it's like nearest hospital. <laughs> <laughs> so I went, I just in case, out, like looking for the nearest hospital because I must oh have been God. like, like out of my mind, man. Oh, like, fuck. That's and I showed hilarious. my wife, and she just was dying laughing. Oh. I think that's like the strongest weed I have ever experienced in my life. Wow. Man. Like. I mean, I've been high on, like, you know, strong stuff here, there, you know, like, I've been to Jamaica and stuff, whatever, here in yep. the States. But that was, I don't know if it was maybe laced with something or whatever, but, like, maybe I, I've, never, I've never been that in my life. Hash. I mean, in Amsterdam, I, I, I've never been, but I, I do know that, like, they love using hash in, in like, in in, cooking. almost instead of weed and stuff. So maybe, yeah. like, part of that, like, got you, maybe. like, there was, I, uh, there was, like, there was, like, they would call them um, uh, coffee shops, and there was one right across from, like, this sandwich shop that had the best, maybe I was just really fucked up, but they had the best tuna melt sandwich with, like, French fries, and, like, I hate mayo, but they would serve it with this mayo, and I would, like, be, like, dipping it. And, like, <laughs> Love it. Every day for lunch, man, I'd hit that coffee shop, and then hit that sandwich shop, and it was beautiful. Other than Portugal, I'd say Amsterdam is probably one of my favorite cities, or other than Lisbon, I guess, one of my favorite cities, uh, just because the people are so chill. That's the bucket list. Is there weed in Portugal? There's everything. So, Everything's legal, my friend. Yeah, no, yeah so right. It's, uh, you can't like buy, you can't go to a dispensary. There's guys that are selling on the street. It's decriminalized, but like they smoke a lot of hash over there. The hash is good because they get it from Morocco. Yeah. So you get Moroccan hash. Yeah. But like in Lisbon, man, it's like a lot of sketchy dudes that are just selling you like okay. I don't know what. But uh, yeah, you got to know someone is is what we're trying to say. Yeah, <laughs> but I do know that they. Are, I googled it before I went there, just curious, and uh, they're they. It is legal medically for like certain conditions, but they are working on like uh, legislation for like recreational. Which would be I cool. could see it happening um, yeah. for sure. But you know, like um, ESA is pretty cool, or whatever TSA is in the states, but. They're pretty cool about the, the the oil pens, man. You know, they, they make it to Portugal. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. That's all you need. Um, yeah. Well, it's tobacco. That's all you say. I got some tips from uh, from my buddy Mike Rita up there. On the, yes, Mike Rita. Oh, Greta. nice. Oh, oh yeah. But, uh, but, yeah, my, my wife, like, when we were going to Portugal, like, the, the Brittany Griner thing had just happened, the, the basketball player that got popped yep. in Russia. Yeah, yeah. yeah. My wife's like, are you sure about that? So I'm like, we're going to Portugal, man. Like, these are my people. Like, nobody's putting me in jail in Portugal, man. And I will wear a Benfica shirt through the airport. We'll be good. <laughs> and honestly, it's like, true, though. They, when they opened up my son's passport photo, he's a baby, and he was wearing a Benfica shirt in his passport photo. Shut up. They, I could have walked through there with a dead body. <laughs> care, That's you know? awesome. So, it, it was, yeah, Portugal is definitely a place to, to, even if you can't get it, bring it because it's beautiful, man, and you will enjoy the food and the sights so much more. I mean, I love uh, I, I love smoking a dube and then watching wrestling, but I also love smoking a dube and uh, eating Portuguese food, and that's definitely yeah. after uh, after chatting with you is something I might have to do uh, later tonight. What, sh- what should I uh, What should I make uh, this week, Dude, Dave? Uh, well, I don't know about making, but if you guys, something I don't have access to is like okay. like a. Uh, uh, in Portuguese, the churrasco, like a, a, a barbecue chicken, 
Yeah, churrasqueira. Uh, Portuguese beady, beady barbecue chicken yeah. joint that you can smell from down the block. Oh, we there's have those on every corner. <laughs> oh, yeah, there's a lot of them, yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you something, man. If I had that again in my life, I would eat that every day of my life. When I go to New Jersey, like I'll have it like multiple times. When I was in Portugal, our very last night, I door dashed or Uber Eats from like my favorite spot there. They brought it to the apartment, and I was just sitting there in <laughs> verge of tears, kind of. But like, I, I would, I mean, if you can go get that this week, man, if you didn't think of me, just go get that. Cause that <laughs> man, I could, I could. Little round potatoes. Uh, I'm going to New Jersey for Christmas, so I'll have it again in about a month and a half. Uh, and it's, there's like, it's, when you land in uh, Jersey, you land in Newark, Newark which is a very Portuguese heavy community so it's like 10 minutes from the airport you stop and get some chicken bring it home and it's gonna be lovely but yeah i have to get that spot i'm going to i'm going in full gear which is in newark in two weeks so uh, you're gonna have to yeah it's message me on instagram after this and i'll make sure sure. i did a video at the spot when i was in new jersey last time i saw that Uh, yeah okay okay yeah okay okay one of my my followers just went there last week and sent me a picture that place man it's a hole in the wall it's ridiculous like you'd be like what this is a spot but like when you get Those to the smell of it, ooh, man, it's so good. I'm so, so happy just talking oh, about it. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, gentlemen, thank you very much for, I guess, being a part of history. You mentioned it off the top a bit, Dave. This is the 300th episode, right. 300th weekly episode without missing one. I don't think I've done anything consecutively except for piss shit and eat for 300 weeks. So <laughs> <laughs> I think this is a big accomplishment for me. And I'd like to it obviously... Is, Big, huge shout-out to all the guests from all the different walks of life, from the video game industry to former UFC champs and Hall of Famers, former WWF legends that have come on through the show, obviously gentlemen like yourselves, reoccurring guests. These are the episodes I really enjoy loving doing the most because I have to do no research, and it's very easy. It's just shooting the shit. So thank you very much, everyone. And obviously, most importantly, I know it sounds corny, all the listeners for supporting, rating, subscribing, buying merchandise, listening each and every week. Obviously, if no one would be listening, I wouldn't be doing this. So the streak continues. I have a better streak than The Undertaker. I have a better streak than Goldberg. So to another 300, I'm going to try and hit 666 consecutive. And then maybe I'll end it off there. Well, congrats, <laughs> man. And, like, people don't realize how hard it is to do any of this type of creative uh, stuff consistently. Because you, do, you have life, you have work, you have family, you have all this stuff. And anybody can make a video. Anybody can be funny. Anybody can be entertaining, but to do it consistently, and I know because I, I, I do this or I have content creation daily, it's hard as hell, man. You have to devote a piece of your life to it, and you have to – there's days you don't want to do it. There's weeks where maybe your listener count might be down because I know that happens to me all the time. Like I have weeks that my view counts are shit. I have weeks that are great. It goes up and down, of course. Keep, yeah, and you have to keep convincing yourself that like you want to do it and why sometimes because – you know, maybe your, your interest might, might get down on it, but like to consistently do it, man, it's a huge achievement. Huge congrats on 300. I think that's Thank awesome, you. man. Uh, I, I hope to be back again, and hopefully, it's because Sami Zayn takes the title off Roman. But uh, <laughs> uh, hopefully, it's not like in the 600s. Hopefully, that'll be like episode 350 or something. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Thank you very much. Shout out to podcast, man. Yeah. That's awesome, dude. It's always a fun time uh, hanging out with you, Steve. We definitely got to have a, another sesh uh, soon since we live so close. Yeah, so, no kidding. So. For sure. For sure. Thank yeah. you, gentlemen. And obviously, Shine, plug your stuff where people could find you. Brayden, you could go first, my friend. Yeah, this was this was so much fun. I want to thanks, uh, thanks for the invite, man. I, I just genuinely... Uh, 
fell in love with Dave's videos on Instagram, and then uh, you you mentioned you were doing the show, so I felt like I was just uh, having a lot of fun chatting with you guys, so it was awesome. Uh, but check out Up Next uh, wherever you get your podcast, postwrestling.com, and uh, anyone in the Newark area, we're going to be doing a whole lot of fun stuff uh, for full gear during the day on that Saturday, so follow the socials at Up Next Podcast on Twitter, and uh, at the Bray D. Uh, all the wrestling and movie podcasts you can uh, handle uh, that I do. So, yeah, love the content creation. Uh, support. Support your friends. Yes. <laughs> and especially if they're Portuguese. No, I'm only kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it just so happens that we are. But uh, I, I do appreciate you having me on. Um, my tag on basically everything is ha- uh, how to cook stuff. That's Instagram, TikTok, uh, YouTube, Facebook, how to cook stuff. My website is the only different thing. It is howtocookportuguesestuff.com. Uh, obviously, it's geared towards Portuguese food, so I wanted to add that in there to make sure that there was no mistake of what you were about to land on. So uh, howtocookportuguesestuff.com. On everything else, it's how to cook stuff. Um, if you are easily offended by foul language, do not follow me. <laughs> um, if you just want to learn Portuguese food and laugh and stuff, I encourage you to follow me. Um, but, yeah, I think we have a cool... Uh, group of Portuguese creators out here and we all kind of bounce off each other and help each other out uh, I met a new one today with Braden um, Steve I already knew you um, so I think it's pretty cool that we continue to grow this circle of like right. us pork chops that are just kind of different <laughs> kinds of content creators we all kind of do our own thing we all have very similar interests we all, we all, we all like wrestling for some reason but uh, uh, yeah, it's really cool that, like, um, you know, we have this, like, little friend group online of, uh, of Portuguese creators, and uh, none of us hate each other. <laughs> I know, and that's the important thing. No, so seriously. Like no Portuguese beef, really, you know? No kidding. And for myself, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter under Finger Styles. You can follow the podcast on Twitter, the podcast app. Email us your thoughts, suggestions, comments, anything you want to get off your chest at the podcast app at gmail.com. Please rewind to the top of the show. Support those fine sponsors, because if it helps them out, most definitely helps me out. And again, most importantly, please rate, subscribe, review on all major platforms. One thing I forgot to mention, to all the fucking naysayers out there, if it wasn't for you, I wouldn't have done this 300 weeks consecutively. So thank you for continuously being assholes and giving me the fuel to keep going forward. Mm-hmm. I don't know about that, bro. Shout out the podcast. I'm going to go smoke some Cod Verde. (laughs) On that note, he's Braden, he's David, I'm Steve. This is the podcast. Peace.